This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am super excited about today's show, but first, I just want to start off by saying thank you for to all the people that have called, reached out, sent texts, emails, uh, just genuinely concerned about my overall health and well-being as I was battling this horrible uh, COVID virus, but uh, it was just nice to know that so many people cared. Uh, lots of people literally uh, were sending text messages and calling and just wondering what they could do and how they could help and just uh, wondering if I was going to be okay. And I, I sincerely appreciate that. Um, I didn't realize that so many people uh, did care. So it, it makes it, it makes me feel good. And I just want to thank all of you that reached out. Um, obviously, in the process, since I've kind of been through the, you know, what I would call the pits of hell with this COVID virus, I, I truly believe that, you know, as far as my my personal case, I don't know of anyone that has had symptoms more violent or more acute than mine that actually lived. So um, there has been a flood of calls, texts, emails, people wondering how to protect themselves. And the next question is, uh, after they get a positive COVID test, what should they do from there? And I, uh, you know, I, I really try to help them with with lifestyle and decision making and that sort of thing as far as moving forward. Um, and I do everything I can to re- reach right back out to these people and get to them so that I, so that I can help. But the number one question uh, so far has been: as soon as people realized that I got it, I, I was so incredibly sick. Um, they want to know if I if I if I regret not getting the vaccination and. I can stand. I can sit here today and tell you I do not regret getting the vaccination. Okay, so I don't think that was the answer to my my problems. I don't think that would have helped me any whatsoever. Uh, in fact, that was the first question I asked when I actually went to the hospital for the first time. And I didn't just ask one person. I didn't want one person's opinion. Every single person that I came in contact with or had a communi- had communication with, I asked them if they're seeing any difference between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And I asked five people, three doctors, two nurses, and all five of them basically said, no, we're seeing just a wide array of sick people. And I said, I don't really understand how I got so sick. And they said, well, that's not totally uncommon either. Because my my thought was my lifestyle just really didn't uh, create an environment for the virus to manifest and turn turn into what it turned into. But they said they had seen several people that were very active, very fit, that uh, lived a clean lifestyle, that were super acute, and other people that didn't really clean, really have a clean lifestyle, had pre-existing conditions, and their symptoms were fairly mild. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show as to what I believe is happening, because obviously. Since I've gotten better, since I feel well and, uh, and everything's well, I I really want to know one where I made a wrong turn and what happened, and number two, I want to know um, why is the array of symptoms so vastly different for so many people, right? Why is the duration so different for so many people? And I'm going to give you a few of my theories, but um, when it all shakes out, uh, I believe that everything that has to do with this virus has been manipulated. I think all the numbers in the beginning were manipulated leading up to the shutdown. I believe that uh, we hadn't been told the real truth on how many people have actually died, how many people have been hospitalized, how many people are on uh, ICU and vents and that sort of thing. It just seems like all the data has been skewed. 
And I believe that the data we're getting now is skewed. Uh, I know there are a lot of sick people. I almost really truly believe it may be worse this time around than it was the first time. And the most concerning part to me is we're not in the season that really, uh, really where we see these big spikes like this. It's way early. This should be the low lowest season for viral activity because it's extremely hot. So we really shouldn't be seeing what we're seeing, but obviously we've created this variant. The variant is more resistant to the heat, to UV rays, to the things that ought to be truly protecting us. And we're seeing this huge spike. Now, my biggest concern is what's about to happen when we go into the time change. That's the most concerning part for me because hospitals are overloaded. Uh, nurses are already burnt out. Okay, Doctors are getting burnt out. There's an overwhelming shift happening in the people that uh, have chosen a career to want to take care of people. Now they're being harassed about the vaccination. Um, we just got a lot of turmoil. And my biggest concern is, is ultimately not that some governing body is going to shut down the country, but the country is going to shut down because there are so many sick people and not enough people to help, not enough resources, not enough hospitals, beds, any of those things. So, um, and, and of course, all my critics, you know, the first thing they'll say is, well, if everybody go get the vaccination, it'd be better. My thought is we've got half the country already vaccinated. Half the country has been vaccinated. That was the July 4th goal. And I think, think we reached it right slightly after that. And here we are in August and we're seeing the highest spike, um, highest spike since since the whole thing started. So, you know, if the vaccination was working, why isn't it working? I mean, that's that's the biggest question. I mean, if it works, why isn't it working? We, we need an answer to that question. So we shouldn't see a spike if half the country is protected. And then we also shouldn't see uh, as many sick people that have had both vaccinations um, as we do. But what we're seeing is we're seeing it kind of go across the board. And now this, this booster's coming out, and that's just a whole other other ploy. And I, I have to raise an eyebrow when when every single thing out there is basically trying to entice you to get something, get the vaccination, right? So uh, the school district here in Tyler, they just passed a, passed a deal where basically they're going to give teachers $500 or employees $500 to get the vaccination. I know one of the hospitals here is giving $250 to get the vaccination. I've seen everything given away from donuts to cup of coffee to now cash to entice people to get the vaccination. If it's that good and it works that well, there should be a line across America for people standing in line and trying to get it. And yet we don't see that. We see on one, one hand, we see people trying to force and mandate uh, without actually going through the law um, but basically making it difficult to live your life and do the things you want to do because you don't have it. And then on the other side, other side, you see people basically paying you to get it. And what I don't really get, if it's so good and so effective and so needed and had proven to be to work well, um, we wouldn't have to do all these things. We wouldn't have to force people. We wouldn't have to pay people. We wouldn't have to give them donuts and cups of coffee in order to go get the vaccination. So, um, you have to ask these questions. You have to look at this and read between the lines and figure out exactly uh, what you truly believe. Now, me personally, I know where I stand on it. I've made it very clear as to where I stand on it. Um, I I chose not to get the vaccination before I get sick, got sick, and I'm definitely not going to do it now. And, you know, for now, it's my body, my choice. But uh, I'm really concerned that in the future it may not it may not be. Now, for those of you that chose to get the vaccination. You know what? If you did your research and you felt like that was the best decision for you, 
I have absolutely no problem with what you're doing. I have a friend that that got the vaccination and I don't know if it's a placebo effect or not, but he truly believes he's bulletproof since he got it. And and you've listened to this show long enough to realize that I truly believe when your mind's right, uh, when your mind's ready to go and you truly believe you made the best decision, that's more important than anything else. Uh, you've heard me talk about this book uh, before. It's called Mind Over Medicine. And uh, it's all these cases where people were, were thinking and believing they were getting a life-saving treatment. And ultimately, the treatment wasn't what they, were, what they thought they were getting, but they all lived. They all did well. They all got better. So with that, I think there's something to that. I just think whatever decision you make, you need to believe in it. Um, I also had a, a lady I know that um, you know, didn't want to get the vaccination. She was getting ready to travel out of the country. And she had done her research, extensive research. She spent a lifetime in health and wellness and, and basically chose to get the, uh, the vaccination. And literally, she didn't want to do it. She didn't believe in it. She knew it was the wrong thing to do, but she really needed to travel out of the country. It was an important family event that she wanted to attend. And within a couple of days, she dropped dead. So uh, perfect health leading up to that, no prescriptions, active lifestyle, doing all the things right, just, and there's no doubt. I mean, anytime we see that, hear that, all of a sudden here come all these uh, speculations and conspiracy theories and that sort of thing. The reason these conspiracy theories come about is because the censorship is so intense upon anything that goes against the agenda of the hands that be. And as long as it continues to be like that, anything that that uh, that is a thought outside the box or a creative process or creative thought or your own thought or independent thinking or independent research, anytime that's going to be done, it's going to be labeled conspiracy theory, right? So that's, that's, you know, and some of it, some of it is, it's far out, it's out there. We never could imagine, but I will say um, it's probably not as far from the truth as a lot of people would like to believe. So I don't believe all of it. I don't buy into all of it. I really try to try to avoid it. I've made my decision. I've done my research um, at this point. Uh, I'm just more concerned about moving forward. How do we get past this? Because uh, I haven't totally ruled out the idea that, and this is my theory, my idea with my own personal research, but I hadn't ruled out the idea that the vaccine isn't causing the variant and the whole shedding process. And basically it's leading to uh, the virus being much more resistant to the things like the heat, UV rays, things that should be killing it this time of year. And, Obviously, that makes it much more, much more uh, contagious. So I haven't ruled that idea out. I'm not past it. I'm still hanging on to it for a bit, uh, but I would love to have it disproved. But uh, I believe there are at least seven variants of the virus. Uh, I believe there's at least seven of them. Now, that's, that's not to scare you because every time we hear this, we, we get concerned. We're like, oh, no, we're going to have to go through this all over again and again and again. I also believe that most of the variants are far more mild than the original COVID that we originally saw. Uh, I think there are, the most of them are very mild. And the reason I say that is because all of these people that have, have been reaching out for help, I always reach back out within a couple of days to see how they're doing. And I'm going to go as far to say about 95% of them are better in two to three days. Okay, so two to three days after their positive test, we get them on the right lifestyle changes, the right vitamins, right supplementation. Um, I'm going to say well over, well over 95%, 95, 98% are 
are much better within two to three days. And in my thought, literally, I'm preparing these people for an absolute war because I went to war. I went to war with this. This was this was the gloves off. This was this was kicking uh, bare knuckles, uh, throwing elbows, kicks, everything you everything you could do. I really I mean, it was really an all out war for me. So I'm preparing these people mentally for an all out war. And two to three days later, they tell me they're better. And after this happened about 10 to 12 times, literally consecutively, um, I, I immediately just had the thought, look, there's no way these people had what I had. There's no way they had the variant, the strain, whatever you have, may have you, that I had because here I was on the brink of death. I'm in far better shape than all of them. And then two or three days, they're telling me how good they're doing. Now, I'm thankful. I am happy they never had to go through what I went through because I don't want anybody to ever have to go through that. Okay. I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish it upon my worst enemy. Um, Worst critic. I mean, even the people who are adamantly in favor of vaccinations, I don't want you to have to go through this. I want you to believe in your vaccination and believe it's the best decision for you and move on with your life. And let's just, you know, help people as much as you can and be there for your friends, family, and, and just do what we need to do to, to make the world a better place. But I will say, I don't wish it upon anybody. So I am absolutely thrilled when someone when I reach out two to three days later and they're better, they're like, yeah, I had a little headache, had a fever, you know, and I, I tell them to make sure you check your SpO2, check your temperature regularly, these kind of things, because I'm really trying to help uh, help out the hospital situation. Um, a lot of these cases that are ending up in the ER really didn't need to e end up there. I mean, it was literally one positive uh, at home test with no symptoms. And here these people are going to the ER. Well, in my opinion, that's clogging up the ER. When you got 60 or 80% of the people there that don't necessarily need to be there, if they could just manage and navigate it. And I tell people when they need to go, right? When your fever gets to this level, you need to go. When your SpO2 gets to this level, you need to go. So um, of this 100 plus people that have, have reached out, two of them Two of them, I have no doubt, had the exact same variant that I had. I have no doubt they went through the same thing, same duration, same time, same misery. And thank God they've, they've both lived and done well. They've all, all come back to do good. But um, I just feel like the, the overall inconsistency of how the different symptoms are for different people, now it's a little bit different because before we were thinking, it was only for the immune compromise that really should be a worried and really should get in acute, uh, get in acute cases. But now we're seeing plenty of healthy people. We're seeing some of the immune compromise not be so sick. And I look back on my experience. I remember asking this doctor when another doctor that came in, I remember asking him, I said, I just don't really understand how this happens. I mean, I live a clean lifestyle. I do all the things that I know to do right. I said, as far as the rest of the world goes, I would put myself definitely in the top 10% as far as where I, where I value my, my health. And he said, yeah, it just doesn't make sense because literally I just left the room right next door where somebody has COPD and diabetes and their symptoms are very, fairly mild. They have a fever and a headache and a slight cough that's not much different from their COPD cough. And here I am on the brink of death and fit, healthy, not overweight, not diabetic, none of those things. Um, immediately that just made me start to ask questions and wonder and dig deeper into this, truly read between the lines. Um, I'm, I'm so over, you know, mass media saying one thing one day and then contradicting it the next and everything just, no matter what, it just leads to 
get your vaccination, all right? Now it's going to be get the booster uh, or we're going to basically take your rights and your life away, right? So that's that's what it's all leaning towards, which is, it, it's frustrating to me. Now, if they had the ground to stand on that said, you know what, we have really eradicated this with the vaccine, it's gone away, uh, I would be all in favor. In fact, I, I might be in line with the rest of them, but it, it, the, the proof is just not in the pudding. It just hasn't proven that well, okay? So, uh, here we are, over half the country vaccinated, and we've got as big a problem as now as we did, uh, did 18, 20 months ago. So moving forward with that, what do we do? There's still nothing that supersedes lifestyle. I'll, I'll say that, and I'll say that to an end, you know, till the end. Uh, I truly believe that if I had not been in the shape that I was in, I would have definitely died. I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, I also know that uh, I was really expecting my recovery as far as my uh, endurance and energy to come back. I was expecting that to take anywhere between six and 12 weeks, simply because I got so acute, so sick. I thought it's going to be six to 12 weeks before I really have the strength. In fact, I was even considering going to half days for a little bit in my practice. But with by the grace of God, and um, I truly believe being in good shape, doing the right things, putting good fuel in, staying away from stress and toxins and those things, uh, I believe that's why I was able to come back in seven days. I mean, literally, that was the best part of this whole experience for me as my body bounced back in seven days when I really thought it was, I thought it was going to be six weeks because I'd talked to other people. They said, yeah, it was six weeks. Other people said it was 12 weeks before they felt the full strength, full capacity. And for whatever reason, like I say, I give all the glory to God. I give all the credit to God. But uh, at the end of it all, I truly believe that that my physical condition had to help me out at that point. But there's still questions. I still have questions. I, I will continue to ask questions. So my question is, if I was in such great shape, how did I get it? Right. How did this happen? But but, um, you know, these these variants are very contagious. They're very easy to get. And I honestly don't believe that you can run from this virus. I don't think you can hide from this virus. I think everybody's going to get it. Now, I don't say that to scare you or discourage you. But what I will say is that most of the variants are very mild. Okay. Yeah, the hospitals are filling up. There's a lot of sick people. There's no doubt about it. But I was, I'm seeing more and more mild cases instead of these acute violent cases like I had. So the best part of it, even if you get a mild case or a non-symptomatic case, you're going to be developing antibodies. And I truly believe that's where the real that's where the real protection is going to come is building and making these antibodies. Once you have these antibodies, I believe it gives you a bit of protection. What I don't know is are we going to have to have antibodies for seven different or eight different variants? Okay, so it seems to me so far that um, so far that, you know, once you get one of the variants and you have it and you know you have it, that you get antibodies and it does provide a higher level of protection. So we'll see. I mean, we're, there's a lot of questions to be asked. There's a lot of questions to be answered. Um, but I don't believe that running from it, hiding from it, trying to vac vaccinate our way out of this problem, uh, trying to sanitize our way out of this problem. I don't think that's the answer for the whole entire country. Uh, I think we're going to see this happen um, like we've seen other viruses throughout time and throughout history, eventually enough people get it, enough people carry the antibodies to where it really just kind of goes away. My concern is if we keep coming up with variants, eventually one of these variants is going to be even more violent than what I experienced. And, experienced. and that's going to be, that's, that's very concerning to me. But I don't lose sleep over it. All we can do is live the best life we can live. All we can do is help one another out, 
not be divided. You know, I don't I don't hate people who get vaccinated. Okay, if they if they call me with a question and ask a question or need help, I'll be there in a heartbeat. You know, I don't I don't hate people who choose to choose to wear a mask. Right. I love them all the same. In fact, I'm quite thrilled when I see somebody that that has an opposing view to me. It's like, you know what, as long as you believe in what you're doing, that's all that matters to me. As long as you mentally you're mentally in a place that, you know, you are making the right decisions for you. That's that's most important. Right. I believe I'm doing the same for me. I'm quite content. I'm quite comfortable. And I'm definitely not going to lose sleep over someone else's choice because they have that choice. I don't want to put my views and my choices upon anybody else because I definitely don't want them doing that to me. So once we get past that, we can get back to being the wonderful humans that we are and uh, truly, truly help one another out and realize that, you know, we're in this together. I mean, we I think people have more questions about, you know, governing bodies and authorities and, and health organizations than ever before, because um, in my opinion, they failed us miserably. The FDA has failed us miserably. The World Health Organization has failed us miserably. The National Institute of Health has failed us miserably. Um, you know, the doctors at the top, I'm not going to mention any names, but we've seen him on TV. I think he's failed us miserably. All right. Every time you see him, he's contradicting something that he's already said. Uh, he's more of a politician than a doctor. And, uh, you know, we can listen to what he says, but I think it gives us insight on which direction we need to go, but I'm not just going to start marching when he says march, that's for sure. So uh, I hope this helps. I hope this helps. If you do have specific questions about about the, you know, about any anything you can do to make yourself better, give yourself a better chance of healing and recovering, because I truly believe everybody's going to get it. I just don't think everybody's going to get as sick as I do. I did. But but uh, if you have questions on vitamin supplementation, lifestyle, nutrition, any of those things, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You know, this gets posted all over the place. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. If you have a legitimate question, definitely reach out. You know, if you have an opposing view um, and you want to just rant and rave and, and, and not be nice, keep it, right? Keep it. It's, it, it. I'm not here to start a war with anyone. I mean, I, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. Just let me do what I do, right? So, um, you know, if it's a legitimate question, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help. I'm here to help as many people as I possibly can, because that's the only way we're really going to get to the other side of this is to make sure we look out for one another, you know, make the best decisions we can make for ourselves. I think everybody's situation is a little bit different. And uh, we ultimately, we just have to believe in what we're doing and not let the decisions we make create stress in our lives. Um, don't forget about the stress component. Uh, being stressed sets you up to be sick and makes you more vulnerable. And um, But believe in yourself, believe in God, take care of one another. And remember, the best feeling you'll ever have is helping someone else out, right? So that's the, that's the best thing you can ever do in your life is spend your time and dedicate your life to helping people. And uh, you'll never feel better about yourself. That's an absolute wonderful way to live. I highly advise it. And uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week. God bless.